JD talking sports. Did you see it today? I was in the car. I didn't see it. My cousin Al sent me a picture of the Statue of Liberty in an Astros jersey. That is a defamation of a national treasure. You can't do stuff like that. You can't put a Astro jersey on the Statue of Liberty. But you know he's busting on me. And they had today the Yankees. There was a chance the Yankees were going to be the first team ever no hit in two straight games. Never happened. They got no hit yesterday. 15 strikeouts. Now, he didn't pitch the whole game yesterday, but he pitched enough of the game to, you know, get the job done. Yeah. Crazy. So yesterday they get shut out by... Who who, who, who no hit him yesterday? All right. Okay. So they entered... Yeah. Hal sent me all these stats. Yeah. All these fantastic stats. Yeah. They've been no hit twice since 1958. The last time was 2003 when six Astros pitchers, and before that, 1958. Christian Javier, seven innings of no hit, 114 pitches, 13 strikeouts, 15 on the day. Entering Saturday, they had faced teams with a 500 record or better, 33 times the Yankees. Ninth fewest in MLB, but only one game below MLB average. So they are now 23-11 and 11 against winning teams... Which was the best? Not which twenty three ten was the best record against winning teams by winning percentage at MLB. The Astros entered Saturday the, with the fewest games against winning teams at twenty. So they're, they, Friday their fifteen game winning streak ended. They, they lost. Uh, Verlander pitched a great game. Severino had a one bad inning and he took the loss. So yesterday Javier pitched a great game and Garrett Garrett Cole went seven innings, four hits, a run, two baseballs, eight Ks. Gave up a home run, and he ends up losing and going 6-2. So they lose, lose yesterday. What was the score yesterday? Was it th- oh three nothing? So the Yankees lose. So today, today's game, nuts. So Stanton going to the seventh. They've been no hit 16 innings, the Yankees. He hits a home run. His, he hits a home run. They're down 3-1. And then DJ LeMahieu hits a two-run home run in the eighth. I put the radio on. Bottom of the ninth. Man, uh, Gleyber Torres on third. And I think Hicks struck out, and Torres was running on the pitch, and then twisted his ankle, fell down, they got a double play. So the top of the 10th, you know, you start with the runner, the ghost runner on second. And it ends up, uh, uh, Kalefa bobbled the ball, so they're down, so it's first and third, no outs. It ends up, bases loaded, one out, then two outs, and they get out of the inning. Michael King gets out. I think Michael King threw over 100 miles per hour, which was his fastest pitch ever. So the Yankees bob on the ninth, man on second, and with two strikes, Kalefa bunts, bunts over uh, Hicks to third. Because Hicks, the runner is the guy who got the last out in the inning before. So Hicks gets to third. And then I think, yeah, they walk Carpenter. Then DJ LeMay, who strikes out, and I'm in the car. And all of a sudden, I don't know who's up. So I'm like listening. And Judge hits his 28th home run, and Tampa Bay has just... We are Game 6 of the Stanley Cup Finals. Stamkos just scored Game 6, and he just scored a goal three, six, with uh, 3 minutes and 48 seconds into the, into the game. Last home game of the season for the Lightning. Lightning are going to send it back if they can, and I, I don't see any reason why they won't. Game 7 we could have. Michigan will be home. Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals, but they scored right away. Kucherov got a puck. It, it went off a skater. Bam, Stamkos, bam. And uh, Kemper is a guy who, uh, yeah, they, they lost last game at home when they could have won the cup right through his legs. Bad goal. 
I think that's a bad goal. Not a great play by Kemper. And the fans are pumped. And Stamkos is 11th of the playoffs, second of the Stanley Cup finals. This is going to be awesome. But how about that? Judge, who gets $19 million in arbitration. I, they settled. I heard he wasn't going to settle, but he wanted, seven, he wanted 21. The team offered him 17. He took 19. He gets 250000 if he wins the AL MVP. He gets 250000 if he wins the World Series MVP. 28 home runs in the season. I mean, unbelievable. I, it just blows how well he's playing. I mean, he is playing out of his mind. Now, 22nd comfort behind victory for the Yankees. And, um, yeah, 22nd comeback victory. Now, listen to these stats. Now, the starting rotation against the Yankees is four-game series since Stanton's first inning home run on Thursday. 26 innings from the starting pitchers, seven hits, two runs, and 0.69 ERA. The bullpen entering the ninth inning yesterday. In ninth inning today, eight innings, seven hits, six runs, 6.75 ERA, and two blown saves. I mean, hey, you go in the seventh inning with a no-hitter, you're up 3-0, uh, you should put that game away. And you waste opportunities. And I, what, what is his name? Um, uh, oh, uh, Tommy John guy. Uh, Verlander got his ninth win on Friday. He's playing, he's playing great baseball right now. And I was looking up his stats... Because, you know, David Cohn, they said, should be in the Hall of Fame. But he's only won, he only won in 17 years. He won an average of 10, I think he won 170 games. I know he won five, five World Series rings, and he won a Cy Young and all that stuff. But Verlander's, and it, come out, it came out to like 10 a, a season. Verlander's played 17, and he's won 235, which comes out to about 14 a season. I, I mean, I think 200 is the golden number to get in the Hall of Fame. I just feel like it shouldn't be for good players. It's got to be for the best players. And I think Cohn was a good player. I don't think he was a great pitcher. I thought, you know, he was a money pitcher. But what I guess what I would I, I go to Verlander if I needed a big game. Would I go to Cone if I needed a big game? Eh, sometimes yes, sometimes no. I just saw that and I was like, okay, that you know, these are things I was interested about. So Michigan lives next door. It's a it's a luxury building. And Carmelo had been shooting there. And I was like, all right, you know, that was cool. She checks her phone on Friday night, and who was shooting at the who was shooting, uh, put up an Instagram post, LeBron. LeBron puts up a post, he's shooting there, and he's working with this guy, Chris Brickley, who's owner of Black Ops Basketball. He's a skills trainer for the league's top stars. Yeah, he, they said he works with everybody, anybody, everybody from Carmelo to Trey Young. And I'm thinking, LeBron was next door on Friday. I, I came home from training and I was chilling. And I wish I could have went in and just watched him shoot some hoops. So I'm going to reach out to this guy. I don't think he'll ever talk to me. But I'm going to reach out to Chris Brickley and say, hey, maybe you will do a future show. We'll see what happens. And, uh, yeah. And interesting enough, so uh, Kale McCarr is having a very good Stanley Cup Finals. There has never been a Conn Smythe winner, which is the winner of the, the MVP of the playoffs, and a Hobie Baker winner. Well, he won the, he won the Hobie Baker in 2019 while he was at UMass. And he is now two points behind Brian Leach for the most points by a defenseman. He has 100 and I guess he has 115 now, or is it 116? Yes, 115 points. And Brian Leach in 91 92 at 117. Thank you, Josh DeBow, for that. And Nathan McKinnon has found this score sheet in all 10 games contested at Ball Arena, which bodes well if, the, if it goes to seven games for the Lightning. And Victor Hedman has three goals, 15 assists. 18 points in 22 games and playing the Stanley Cup final. And I think, 
I think Kucherov just got the assist on that goal. Well, actually, I think it hit somebody's skate, actually. So I'm trying to see. But the goal was by Stamkos. And uh, Palat got the assist his 10th. And last game, he got his 11th of the postseason and third of the finals. So he's put up points. But how about that? one nothing right now. I'm just blown away by Judge. I mean, he, I just kept thinking on the ride back from, I was a gumbo chef's overnight. We had a great time. Great time. We had barbecue, which destroyed me, but great time. I had a, I had a blast. And the pulled pork was out of this world. The ribs were really good, but the pulled pork was like... And then today he cooked gumbo chef. On the grill, he made, uh, he made chicken, which was phenomenal. And corn of the cob, which he basted with some butter, which I usually don't do, but I was like, you know, he's cooking. I just eat. You're cooking whatever you put in front of me, I'm eating. And he took, he took um, pineapple, and then he covered it in like a ginger and something. Just, I'm, I'm like, you're like, you're like the mad scientist with food. You'll try it. You'll, you'll concoct anything. He's like, maybe I'll try this. I wonder how this will work. I think this will work. It's like a sour and sweet. I said, you should be on MasterChef. You, you really are talented, but... We're both we, we're both in the union. We're both in the actors' union. I don't. I think they want they don't want they want non-union people. But they are they are missing out. But but Gumbo Chef said he would do the the show on Channel Two. What's it with the two people? The Amazing Race. He said he'd do Amazing Race with me. So I think I'm going to try to get us on an Amazing Race episode. And we also talked about going down to see LG in Sumter or LG will meet us in Chapel Hill in August. So that's a definite thing we're talking about going in the future too. Just putting it all out there right now. And Corey Perry in game five was screaming to the refs that the Avalanche had too many players in the ice and they called it, but why didn't they call it in game four? Especially for a game-winning goal. But they called it at a point and uh, they were really pissed off the the Avalanche, but they called it. He was screaming too many men on the ice and there were too many men on the ice. I know it's a judgment call. Scott kept uh, texting me about the Yankees getting shut out and then today and everything. And I was like, and uh, they got a hit and everything, but that was funny. But I was like, interesting how a judgment call, they didn't call the game-winning goal in game four, but game five, Corey Perry screaming, they have too many men on the ice, the avalanche, and they call it. I'm like, why one and why not the other? Yeah, Yankees, unbelievable. Just and, 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 and also, I thought this was, Hal sent me a stat, which I just thought, was you know yeah no team has thrown no team has thrown no hitters in consecutive games although it has happened once on consecutive days May fifth nineteen seventeen Ernie Coop of the Browns St Louis Browns no hit the White Sox and teammate Bob Groom repeated the feat in the second game of a doubleheader the following day so the Yankees lead the AL in starting pitching ERA but all four of the starters left the game while trailing against the Astros this weekend and they still split the series Altuve another well, uh, leadoff home run he is fifteenth today. Since 2019, he's 15 for 54 Yankee Stadium with four home runs and four doubles. Thank you, Chandler Rome, for that. They hadn't had a hit before Stanton's home run since an eighth-inning single on Friday by D.J. LeMahieu. And the Yankees entered Saturday with a 732 winning percentage. This is from Hal. That's the highest winning percentage for a team entering a game where they were no hit at least 50 games into a season, according to stats. stats. In fact, according to the Elias Sports Bureau, no team has ever been no hit under this under those criteria, with a winning percentage above 691. Great. And it, so it happened. It happened. It happens. And, you know, their 15-game winning streak is over, but they split a series. So the Yankees are now... What, what's their... Yankees are now... They are 53-20. and 20, And tomorrow night, they play against the... 
yeah, tomorrow they the, the the Athletics in town for three games, and they go to the Astros, I guess, for four games. Yeah, I'm going to see the Astros play the Angels. Oh, that's the okay. So Jesse Winkler got hit with a ball today for the Mariners, and he went after Phil Nevin, the manager of the Angels, and it turned into a whole brawl. I mean, they couldn't get these guys apart. It got nasty. I was watching. MLS today, New York uh, Football Club was playing, I forget who they were playing, and they had a brawl. Like, somebody was being helped. One of the New York Football Club, uh, the, I guess the, 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 the trainer came on the, on the pitch, and one of the players from the other team got in his face, and he pushed him, and I think they ejected him from the game. He was trying to do his job. And then some guy pushed the guy, and they put his hands like, oh, I didn't do anything. I'm like, and baseball players and, and soccer players. Athletes don't know how to punch. I mean, they're like flailing. It's like it's like watching, you know, just like people who shouldn't be fighting. Just stop. It's it, it's painful to watch. I was like, please stop doing that. No, no, we, none of us need to see this ever, ever again. So I saw that to do it. I was like, Jesus, these guys are getting get a little nasty. Mets lost. Oh, oh, I love what Judge said. This is well, let me one more thing about Judge. He said. Uh, he said, uh, you know, after getting his deal done, he says, time to focus on winning some games. He didn't sound thrilled about, you know, have to settle for $19 million. He said, when asked if this gave him more confidence of the, the big extension get, get, could get done, he goes, I oh, know, we got this one done, and I was happy about that. I don't know what's going to happen. It's kind of scary, you know, that uh, what, what's going to happen going forward with this stuff. But it, it's, it doesn't bode well that, I, I mean, I, I hope they're going to keep him. I know I think he's over the age of 30, and you're like, you know, you wanted to get paid, but... You know what? 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 What's, what's it going to take to get him? Get get him here, which is which I'm curious about. You know, I mean, what? What? what he's going to not. He's not going to settle for less than three hundred million. I don't think. I think he wants at least thirty million a season, if not more. And he's having the season he's having. I mean, they're st- still up 11, 11 on Boston, and Boston is eight and two the last ten, and Boston's still eleven games out. Tampa Bay's twelve and a half out. So is Toronto, and Baltimore. Thirty four and forty for Baltimore is like. A winning season. That's how well they're playing right now. Minnesota and Cleveland. Cleveland's had a the Guardians have had some bad games. They were hot for a while. Minnesota's up two games on the Guardians, but the Guardians are going to play the Twins starting tomorrow. That's a big series. And Houston's up ten and a half on Texas, which is crazy. Mets lost today, so I guess they can get it down to four. Atlanta's down four and a half, but they took two and three from the. Marlins and Alonzo got his ninth and 69th RBI today, which I mean, he's playing out of his mind. Yeah, Dodgers are a game and a half up on San Diego, and Milwaukee's up a game on St. Louis. He got an RBI, two home runs yesterday, his 21st and 22nd. They lost on a walk off home run by Nick Fortes. Peterson allowed two runs over seven, and Adam Adovino, who I was reading about, who's been playing so well. Did not play very, you know, I was reading something about how well he's been pitching lately, that he's been lights out, and now I'm like, eh. yeah. Adisha, who I cover, New York Daily News, she said, Adovino is quietly having a solid season. His 11.4 strikeouts per nine innings are second most on the Mets pitching staff, only behind Edwin Diaz. He's a 260 RA, 35 strikeouts in 27 and two-thirds innings, and has allowed one earned run in his last 19 relief appearances. He gave the game-winning home run. Hey, listen, it's going to happen. They took two or three. They are now 47 and 27. Miami's 33 and 38. And uh, yeah, 69 RBIs, Alonzo, 22 home runs. And the other night, most games with they won on um, Saturday, right? They won on Saturday, 7 3. Or was that Friday? Wait, that was Saturday. I'm sorry, yes. 
on Friday they won, and Lindor had a home run and a three-run double. Most games with at least four RBIs in a game by a Mets shortstop all-time. Reyes has nine. Lindor is in his second season with the Mets. Here it is, eight. Eight four RBI games as a shortstop. He's having a, he's having a great season. So you have... And they're both in the top 10 in RBIs, Alonzo and Lindor. And Lindor had a terrible season last season. He, I'll tell you, Buck Showalter, I think they were trying to rip his jacket or take off his jacket. Showalter was like, I'm having none of this shit. Well, Showalter's trying to keep it loose or whatever, but he's old school. And it's working with the team. Listen, I know they're going to have bad games and they don't have all their pitchers right now. It happens, but we'll see what happens. They almost got another, uh, oh, Toronto almost got a goal. It's one nothing, And I don't know, is it the, already at the end of the first period? No, I don't think so. They're going to timeout right now. But the Mets, hey, Mets get the win. And Scherzer was supposed to pitch today, but he's still not ready, so they're going to, give him, they're going to make him take some more time. They said there's no need to rush him because, you know, I was reading about the Dodgers, and Dave, Dave Roberts said that Daniel Hudson, he had to come out Friday. He was tra- – he, he, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. tapped the ball out in front of home plate. Hudson tried to pounce on it, torn ACL. 35 years old, 13th season. And I saw something interesting because you know how Freddie Freeman got all choked up Friday because first time back in Atlanta. And show, um, Kershaw said that he hopes that he has the love, the feeling with that this team becomes special for him. It just takes time, but that they've got a great group of guys. And I, I hear what he's saying. And, you know, it's kind of very emotional for him. But I thought that was interesting. And MLB's teams are now going to sell CBD, allowing teams to sell CBD sponsorships. Not shocked about that. Bryce Harper got a pinky, fractured his uh, left thumb, I'm sorry, last night, 10-game IL. He was hitting there by a pitch from Brakes Snell, and they're 30-35 and 35 now, nine games back of the Mets, five behind the Braves, and this is a big thing. And remember Mark Appel? He was the number one pick in the 2013 draft, left baseball in 2017, and just got called up for the first time in the Major League Saturday at the age of 30 by the Phillies. I thought that was... Yeah, I thought that was awesome. And Mike Trout Friday hit his 53rd career home run against the Mariners. He's now the all-time leader in career home runs versus Seattle, breaking Rafael Palmeiro's previous record of 52, so he's 53. And they were losing... They were losing today. Yeah, they're, they're not having a good... Ole Miss, congrats. Scored three runs in the eighth. They swept the Sooners in the... Ole Miss is now the national champions in baseball. And they had a, they had a losing record in the SEC this season. Just goes to show, man, it's, it, you know, hey, it doesn't how you, matter how you get into the tournament. It's what you do when you get there. And they got there, and they're kicking ass and taking names. You had Dodgers-Braves 0-0 in the fifth. They had the brawl. Angels beat the... Angels beat the... The Mariners, so they are now 35-40. and 40. And the Seattle's 34-40. and 40. Yeah, Jesse Winkler was not happy today. Not happy at all. He was like pissed off. Pissed off. Yeah, and he, uh, Jesse Winkler didn't even get it. And I'm, 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 tr- I'm trying to say, Otani hit a home run the other night. He's got, it's, it's, oh, he was, was he pitching today? Was he pitching today? Oh, maybe he did pitch today. No, he did not pitch today. But they're showing all his stats for pitching, and I want to see his stats for hitting. It's, it, it's funny. It, they're showing his stat, pitching stats. I want his hitting stats. He's hitting 259 in the season. Yeah, I love when they don't, they don't show this stuff. Otani stats. Yeah. He's hitting, this year he's hitting 
16 home runs, 47 RBIs. His average isn't great this year. But he's, yeah, 261. Last year, what, what, last year was a year. 46 home runs, 100 RBIs. He hit 250. He's hitting better this year. He's seven stolen bases this year. Caught five times. He already has a triple this year. He's halfway to, hey, he had 26 doubles last year. He already has 13 this season. So he already has 71 hits. He had, he had 138 last season. So he's doing better this year. Got guys, unbelievable. Just to watch him play. He is amazing. And Miguel Cabrera, Saturday, 3,053rd career hit. He's now tied with Rod Crew for 27th all-time. I don't know if he got a hit today. Yeah, I was I was driving, so I didn't have all my stats in front of it. I was like, oh, Diamondbacks beat them there. Ooh, they're 28 and 44. But I'm trying to see if... Oh, Cody Clemens hit him 139. He was only hitting like 107. And Cabrera got another hit, so he just passed... He just passed a Rod Carew. He's 27th all-time in hits. And Jeff Passan brought up interesting points. He goes, Bryce Harper's a broken left thumb. Left thumb will be out a while. You have Mookie Betts on the IL, Jacob DeGrom, Fernando Tatis Jr. hasn't played this season. Manny Machado with the ankle. Max Scherzer. Salvador Perez for the Royals. Ozzy Albus. Yeah, he fractured his ankle for the uh, Walker Bueller. He could be out a couple. He could be out two months, three months. Chris Sale still trying to come back. And Strasburg came back for two games, and the thoracic thing in his side came back again. Not good. And yeah, and Aria Gerson, someone I follow on Twitter, says that's why the bigger bases is a thing people want because I think players, when they're trying to run the bases, they're, you know, it's such a small base that they're, you know, they're, they're trying to get to the tip of it, and bad things happen. And yeah, it sucks when you have all these players getting hurt. It really does. It sucks. It really sucks. You know, all this stuff happens. And the Knicks now own 11 first-round picks and 11 second-round picks over the next seven years. They have now nine first-round picks over the next five drafts. They own the Mavericks 2023 number one, two. They're still plus four in that department, they said, uh, in the second-rounders, even though they traded four of them on Thursday. Yeah, so there's... Ever so slight chance they have four selections in next year's much-anticipated first round. They own the Dallas one, the Washington, the Detroit one. The Wizards would have to sneak into the playoffs. The Pistons would have to make a massive leap for that to happen. And they could reroute those picks as soon as this summer. They need more cap space. They could get rid of uh, uh, Noel Nerlens. Nerlens Noel. And, and everybody's like going off on Brunson. Does he deserve this? Does he deserve to, you know, is he a guy that you should, you're going to overpay him? Guys always get overpaid. I don't think it's, I don't think they should be going after Brunson. I think they should be rebuilding this team, and I don't think they should be throwing all this money at another player. They gave Fournier 80 million for four seasons. They give Randall 100 million that kicks in next season for four seasons. I mean, guys, or 106 million for four seasons. I mean, you know, he gave all these contracts up, and. Randall took a step back. He was he was kind of an enigma this season. You know, he was in and out of games. He was pissed off. He was getting you know blown up all the time. And I thought I thought he carried them in the playoffs the year before. I thought if they didn't have him, they wouldn't have gotten as far. I know they lost to the Hawks in the first round, but I feel he's that good a, a player for them. And uh, in the end, did not work out so well. And now you're like, what's going to happen going forward? Yeah, Leon Rose has not spoken to reporters. Since before the 2020, I don't know how you go the whole, you, you don't speak to anybody the whole 
season. I, I, I'm just perplexed by that. And Bradley Beal, I think, did not opt it out of his player option. So I think he is a free agent. I guess we're going to see what that happens. And that's what someone said to me. That's what Bumbles was saying to me, my friend Bumbles. He was like, okay, they get Brunson. So what are they, an eight seed in the playoffs? And what does that mean? So they make the playoffs as an eight seed? Where does that go? Where do they go from there? I mean, they, they made the playoffs two years ago and then they flopped this year. So I don't understand if the goal is, the goal is to win championships, not become the eight seed in the playoffs. I agree with that. So now Cam Reddish is a guy they can get rid of. I don't know what's going to happen with them. Yeah, and oh, they and someone said that. Oh, yeah, that Brunson's another Kemba Walker. Well, he's younger, and Kemba Walker really, you know, dropped a lot. Like his play dropped a lot this past year. He had some good games, and then he played, and then he wasn't playing, and now he's going to be brought up by by Detroit. We'll see what happens. Yeah, Fournier, who has two years and thirty-seven million remaining on his deal. Yeah, Randall, who has a four-year extension for one hundred six million. Derrick Rose, fourteen point five million next season. There's a lot of guys they could get rid of. A lot of guys. And the draft did well. The draft was up first round 32%. Second round was up 55% from last year. Thank you, John Oran, for that. Yeah, and Steve Clifford is coming back. He was coach already for them. He was coach from the Hornets from 2013 to 2018. He's 60 years old. And Kenny Atkinson bailed. They passed on Mike D'Antoni and Terry Stotts, and they went with Steve Clifford, who's more of a defensive guy. But he's got all these young offen- this young core with offensive talent. Grady can work on the defensive side, but you've got strengths you have to work at. He didn't work. It didn't work out for him. He's he's not a good coach, man. He's a he, he he's went 196 and 214, 214 losses in Charlotte, three and eight in the playoffs. Then he went to Orlando three years, 96 wins, 131 losses, two and eight in the playoffs. His best year was 2015-16. He went 48-34. and 34. They lost in seven games to the Heat that year. And that's the year that the Cavs won the championship, I think. Right? 2016 NBA Finals. And Freddie Freeman just extended his hitting streak to 10 games. Okay. Yeah, 2016 NBA Finals, which was one of the greatest. Yeah, Cavaliers, but that was the game. The block by LeBron. But you're just like, really? That's... Steve Clifford, that's the best they're going to do. No. Uh, no. Oh, I watched WNBA tonight, and uh, Sky hit a shot at the buzzer to beat the Lynx. I was pretty excited to watch the last couple of seconds of that. Happy Pride Day to everybody celebrating. Tina Charles, they had a contract divorce. She got signed for 108000 this season. She wasn't getting enough touches. She was... She was averaging 17 points and 7 rebounds per game this season, but she wasn't happy about how she was being used. Now, once she clears waivers, she can sign with any team as long as they have cap space to get her to sign her. And they said she'd go to the Storm. We'll see how that goes. And Phoenix is now 10th in the league, which they haven't been playing well. The Mystic yesterday beat the Aces 87-86 in Vegas. They're 12-9. Aces fell to 13-4. Jackie Young have 20 for the Aces. Uh, Ke- uh, Kelly, uh, Kelsey, Pl- I want to I make sure I get her name right because I, I, I said it wrong. Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey Plum. Oh, and I did a TikTok, and I am, ve- I, am I, I, I can't believe I said the guy's name wrong. Uh, Darry, I said, I, Darius Lee is his name, and I put Darius Miles because I think I had the basketball player who used to play, and someone said, bro, that's my cousin. I said, and I don't know how to, I don't know how to change the... They don't let you edit your TikToks, which pisses me off. So, 
yeah, Darius Lee, I, I screwed up there, and I apologize for that. But the Aces, they were like they were they were twelve and two. They've been playing not as not as good basketball lately. And Elena Deladon, nineteen points, ten rebounds, five blocks, three assists with zero turnovers. Last time someone did that was Lauren Jackson back in two thousand six for the Storm. She is now twenty second all time in blocks. She's behind Diana Tarasi and Elena Baranova with 320. So she's one block behind them. Yeah, she's awesome. And Friday night, Liberty beat the Dream. UNESCO had 14 in the first half, 21 points, nine rebounds, eight assists. They won 89-77. They're eight and ten. Dream felt at eight and nine. Adi Dur, Adi Dur led the Dream with 23 off the bench. And I saw Ryan Howard. I think she had 22 to lead uh, for the starters. They're seven and three in June. And Inescu said, we're excited for July. If this was June, we're getting better every single game. June was fun, but July is going to be scary. And the All-Star game is going to be July 10th on ABC at 1 o'clock. Chicago Sky general manager, head coach, James Wade is is a coach. And Becky Hamm is the other. She's the coach of the Aces. And Fred Curley is the fastest man in the country. I saw this from Pat Forty. He easily won the men's 100 meter in 9.77 seconds. Oh, no, actually, no. Forgot who? Maybe it wasn't past forty. It was somebody else? I'm trying to remember where I got that from. And how about I didn't? Did they have a tight end? You Dallas Clark it did it in conjunction with um, blah, 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 with Travis Kelsey and with George Kittle. I was like, wow, man, that is really cool. And it's in Nashville, Tennessee. Ninety fellow current and former NFL tight ends. Dallas Clark's 43. They said he looks like he could play again. That's how good he looked. He looked pretty good on the grass. And, you know, I I get excited talking about this game, Clark said, and being in a room with these men, it's hard for me to just ho-hum it and go through the motions. I just just got fired up. We can talk until we're blue in the face, but it's got to come from the heart. It's a mindset. And then to be around the best of the best, are you kidding me? How do you not get fired up? Yeah. And Kittle, Kittle said, tight ends are all very similar people. We all have the same mindsets. We love everybody. We do everything on the football field, and we all deal with the same problems as a tight end. Whether you're blocking a guy that's 300 pounds or you're running routes against a guy that's way faster than you, we all have like-minded mindsets. When you put all those guys in the same room where guys want to get better and guys want to help each other, everyone who, who comes here is going to learn something. When you learn something on a release, on a block, on tape, you pick something up to add to your game. Everyone here is hungry, and everyone here wants to be an NFL tight end. So when you put all that hunger together, it's a big old nasty beast, and that's what a tight end is. I thought that was pretty cool. I said that, I was like, all right, man. Yeah. And I think they have 90, they've got sponsors, and they raised for the Boys and Girls Club in Nashville over $600,000 or something, some, a lot of money. And he said they'll be even more next year. Yeah, wow. Just McKinnon had a hit just there. Wow, these guys went flying. I love this, man. I love this. Michigan's going crazy. And Jimmy G, balls thrown 30-plus yards down the field since 2014. Jimmy G is 5 of 30 for 264 yards, one touchdown, five interceptions. His 16.7 completion percentage is worse in the NFL and his 8.8 yards per attempt, second worst among 54 quarterbacks with 30-plus attempts. They said the league average was 31%, so he's, he's half that of completion percentage, and 14 yards per attempt in 2021, and he was at 8.8. Now, everybody's bashing him all the time because they said he's not that good. He signed the big contract, but there's a lot of shitty quarterbacks out there, and there's a lot of teams that could use Jimmy G, and they were a couple plays away from making the Super Bowl this past year. 
I mean, they were that close. Thank you, Mike Clay, for that. And Deontay Wilder wants to come back. He is still the. He, he, I, I, I'm glad he said he was honestly. He said it's it. He said if he does return to the league, he says he made it clear that it's about money. It's not about the financial things. I never have to. He says it's not about the financial things. I never have to return to boxing ever again in my life. I've set my life up. That's what he says. But he want. But it, he wants to get paid. That's what he says. I've set my life up. Good for him. So he would have to meet Andy. The upcoming clash, the winner of the Luis Ortiz already beat, or Andy Ruiz. He's the number one by the WBC. He's lost his last two fights to Fury. He knocked out Luis Ortiz in 2019. Ortiz is not a young man. And I just feel like this is, this is it? This is what we're talking about? I'm like, eh. I mean, I, I feel like, uh, oh, we, yeah, and we have to see, oh, what's his name? The, the guy, the Ukrainian fighter. We got to see Joshua, who lost his last fight. Joshua versus yeah, Usyk. Which I don't know when is that fight happening. Oh, there's pictures of him, new heavyweight frame and new photos. Oh, I guess he got a little bigger. Yeah, yeah, he's in Jeddah. He's in Saudi Arabia, but he's training for Anthony Joshua. It's going to take place on August twentieth. Yeah, he, he did beat him, but they said he's looking in good shape. Yeah, he looks he looks pretty big. Looks like he's working his ass off. Yeah. Yeah, this guy's hungry. Listen, he, you know, he he was he was helping fight Russia. I think this is nothing compared to that. But we'll see what happens going forward. And I want to see him kick Joshua's ass a second time. And MLS, I never talk about soccer, but I figured, hey, let's talk a little soccer. The top team, Los Angeles... FC, Los Angeles Football Club and former Real Madrid and, and uh, Spurs forward Gareth Bale has agreed to an initial year-long contract. He's 33. He wants to get himself in shape you know, for Wales, which is making their first World Cup appearance since 1958. They will be the U.S. men's national team first opponent in, in, in Qatar, by the way. Los Angeles Football Club missed the playoffs last year, 9-3-3, and they're going for it. They also signed former Italy captain Giorgio uh, Chiellini after he reached the end of his Juventus contract. So I saw that. I was like, all right, man. You know, I was looking at some stuff. I was like, all right. Matthew Wolf is going to LIV, former NCAA champion, finished runner-up at the 2020 U.S. Open, won his third start as a pro. Congrats to him. Detroit's going to pick up Diallo's option, $5.2 million option. Wide receiver Devon Allen will represent the USA in the 110-meter Hurdles at the World Championships. Yeah, so who does he play for now? Oh, he plays for the Eagles. Yes, he plays for the Eagles. So, hey, he said football's his love, but he loves doing the track. I'm like, hey, let him keep doing what he's doing. And Ronald Acuna Jr. can't put weight. Fouled the ball off his foot. Can't put weight on the foot, but doesn't have a fracture. And Xander uh, Schaufel wins the Travelers Championship after recording just three bogeys all tournament. Judge walks it off. Unbelievable. Oh, my God. Judge gave his bat to Spike Lee. Spike Lee got a bat. Unbelievable. Hey, hey, Spike, congrats to you. Gave his bat to Spike Lee. How funny is that? Spike Lee got a bat. Look at you. Spike Lee has a baseball bat. You gave him the game-winning home run. Spike Lee, I'll tell you, he has the best life. 
He really does. He has he has one heck of a life. Oh, and pitcher for the Angels pitcher, Rizel Iglesias hurls a box of sunflower seeds toward manager's Mariners dugout. Okay, interesting enough for that. Yeah, Riley Green last night made a made a catch. Holy crap! And he made a catch today. They said laid out. Riley Green is he laid out yesterday, and then he did another one today. 